The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, I'm Lewis Carr, the host of the Blueprint Connect podcast. This podcast is an extension of the Blueprint Men's Summit, where we have consistently given men a prescription for growth, not just for themselves, but also for their families and their communities. During these podcasts, we will educate and motivate our listeners about entrepreneurship, careers, finances, health, wellness, and even relationships. Today's guest on the Blueprint Connect podcast is Evan Marshall and Neandre Broussard, and they are the founders of Black Men's Way. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. Thank you for taking time out of your day to sort of come to the Blueprint Connect podcast. So tell us, what is Black Men's Wear? So you know, when I hear black men's wear, I think about, you know, what I'm wearing, you know, so I'm a little loud. You know, I'm in Florida, though, so it's appropriate. All right. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not out of, out of line. I'm appropriate. <laughs> so tell us about black men's wear. So honestly, black men's wear is a, a, a media company that focuses on telling the true story of the black male. Right. We utilize the <clears throat> the the representation of black men in a in a upwardly mobile perspective. To share, our, to share our story and really amplify the stories that aren't often told about our community. The lawyers, the doctors, the educators, the philanthropists, uh, the hardworking individuals, blue collar, white collar. We really, we really lend our platform to telling the voice of those individuals to, because we know that representation is everything. And often when you look at how media represents our community, they represent in the negative light. And so we utilize our platform to consistently put out positive energy, positive affirmations and positive content around the black male to further empower our community. It's not an external, it's an internal empowerment to empower our community to understand that there are no ceilings to our opportunities and really utilizing our platform and our voice to speak that so that way we can empower and further the next generation to be able to say, I can do anything that I literally put my mind to. Yeah. And I would just mean being, um, 
know, on a, being on the tag line, like, you know, we're trying to lay the blueprint, the blueprint for the next generation to kind of come up. Uh, one of the things we like to do is tell the stories, as Andre said, that black excellence isn't just rappers, athletes, and entertainers. Like, we look at people such as yourself as an example. We know who you are because, as you mentioned, we are building a media company within this space. So, obviously, we'd be familiar with you. But, I mean, not only do you have Blueprint Summit, you have Waymaker, obviously, uh, you've been top dog at BET for a long time as well. People within the industry, they've watched the shows, they watch the content that BET produces, but they don't know you and your team of people that have helped fuel the growth of that financially behind the scenes uh, for years. So even highlighting the stories uh, to kind of highlight people such as yourself, there's another guy that we work with. Um, his name's Sydney. I'm not going to name his last name, uh, but he's a senior vice president of A&R for Atlantic and has been for a long time. So all to me, public relations, excuse me, senior vice president of public relations. So anybody, the biggest artist you've known for Atlantic for the last 20, 25 years, PR wise, he's the person that's built their career. But intentionally, he does not want to be in the limelight. But at the same time, you need to be able to hear those stories because a lot of people want to work in the music business, but they might not, but they don't want to be a rapper. Right. So he's a perfect example. OK, you can be SVP, one of the biggest record labels in the world and be in the music business and fulfill this passion by not having to be the talent. So how do we show those stories, highlight those positions uh, to young black and brown boys throughout the world? So, hey, this is what you can be as well. As well, there are people that look like you in these positions uh, making a difference. So, gentlemen, how do you guys execute on this mission and purpose? You know, what, what are the exact I activities that you guys do from a number of things we do so <clears throat> we have many different content series obviously you know we, we we've been blessed to start a podcast a couple of years ago we have a youtube channel um where we highlight a, a series called dapper conversations where we're able to have a one-on-three conversation or one-on-two conversation to really address not necessarily address uh, uh, uh your common factors of you know black success but talk to guys that have reached a certain level or pinnacle about you know what obstacles they overcame to get there about what things that 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 they're doing that can help the next man be the great man right and so we have that aspect as well we execute events uh, from an events perspective i mean from the flash mob which is our staple event which we're very very much known for bringing hundreds of black men together around the world i think last year on our 10 city tour we brought together 2600 guys in person around the world right one thing that we love when we think about the context of that you can bring together a thousand people in the city that you're from, right? 500 people, 100 people in the city that you're from. When you're able to scale that across the world and bring together thousands of people across the world, you're really able to tap into and understand what people are going going through in different cities and the context of the things that we share as similar across the world as black men. And that's a really big, strong thing that helps us to really understand what we're doing is purposeful and meaningful because we hear the testimonials and the stories from all these guys that come to our events, no matter if they're in Dallas or Houston or Chicago or Paris or New York. Miami, they're all going through similar things and having an outlet and a safe space to be able to come to one of our events to be able to get around like-minded individuals is a really big thing for us. For, so from an events perspective, Evan leads up another component of our organization, which is our Black Male Influencer Network, which I'll let him talk about, which is our way of trying to close the racial wealth gap when it comes to social media partnerships. Yeah, Evan, before you get there, tell me about that Flash mob execution. Help me understand. <laughs> so you can't just uh, skirt over yeah, that, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 I ain't letting y'all go past that. Like, hmm, okay. 
So let me understand that. The flash, I mean, honestly, the flash mob was a brainchild that we had to say, one, it was a way for us to create our own content, but two, it was a way for us to actually be able to bring like-minded guys together. When you think about safe spaces, there are very few safe spaces for black men to come together and just be ourselves without worrying about, you know, uh, 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 outside interference, right, that can take an event one way or another. And so having the flash mob as a place to network, to share ideas, uh, to, to, to uh, bring out, like one of the things that we love about the flash mob is that, yeah, the pictures are dope. The content is dope. But when we're on set, this is a full out production that goes on over, uh, say, a 90 minute to two hour time frame where guys are working together, they're listening to strangers, they're meeting strangers, this all positive energy, and they're able to start on time, execute, and leave on time, right? That's big things from our community is that we can't never, we got this whole CPT, like, no, nah, we're going to start on time, we're going to let you know we're going to start on time, and you might miss it if you come late, right? But a lot of the context around this is take advantage of this opportunity to be together, to amplify your business, to talk about your mentorship program, that you're looking for mentors, you're looking for black male mentors where you're with the, where you're with 150 to 350 of them right now. Let them know what you've got going on and recruit them to help you to help to change the next generation. Right. Opportunities where business owners are able to amplify their business. Right. Pocket squares, ties, hats, you know, the knickknacks uh, uh, and even going like larger things. Barbers come and barbers come. They leave with 10 or 15 new clients because they came with they with they shape up. Right. You know what I mean? So just offering off also this economic ecosystem that we've been able to build to amplify black businesses all in one location from a black male perspective. Plus, we've been able to really get this impactful and monumental content that once it hits social media, it's also able to visit visually amplify the positivity within our community and take our community to the next level as well. Yeah. And I would just offer that. I would like to kind of give like two testimonials off of that kind of like indirect, like one, um, got to give a shout out to Jamal Bryant, uh, leader of new birth down in Atlanta. Yeah. Ladies listening. If you watch real housewives of Potomac, yes, that's the same Jamal we talking about, <laughs> but one at a time when we had him, we met him one time. We were like, Hey, why did you decide to get connected with black menswear? And Jamal's originally from the DMV, D.C. area. He's like, oh, you guys are in my hometown of D.C. You had about 200, 250 black men. And I was like, I got to get tapped in with these brothers because you guys had men showing up in suits at 10 a.m. You had no food, no women, no alcohol. And so you really didn't have any incentive for them to be there other than just to be around men that look like them. Right. So when I saw that, it's like, I run the biggest church in Atlanta. I can't get brothers to show up, let alone brothers to show up in suits. So if you guys can do that around the world. I need to tap in with you. That's one. The second one, um, in terms of how it impacts people, there's a guy, um, he lives in Savannah, Georgia. He's actually a juvenile corrections officer. He's been, last year we did 10 cities. He came to six of our different flash mobs. I asked him, why were you coming to each location? He said, because in Savannah, I'm working with juveniles. These kids aren't bad kids. You know, half these kids is on the streets. Uh, mom and dad are out. Brother was probably, you know, in the streets kind of things are doing that nature. So they just don't have opportunity. They're coming to me because I'm the only person they see that looks like them doing something positive. They're coming to me each city saying, hey, are you going to Chicago this week, this month for Flash Mob? You going to Philadelphia this month for Flash Mob? You going to Seattle? Because they're excited 
to see other black men that look like them wearing suits, doing different things. So he's coming. So he has kids in juvenile correction excited that he's coming to tap in with them because they're being motivated, inspired by seeing other people that look like him around the country so that can give them something when they get out of the juvenile correction so that they can be more than what they currently are in their current situation. So that's one of the, I love to share those two stories because it shows a greater impact than just the guys that are being on the ground. We'll be right back with more of my interview after this quick break. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Today, I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm JB Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. So let me ask you guys this. We, we still have in, in, in our communities young men who are still wearing their pants below their butt and, and showing their underwear. How do you guys specifically have a conversation to address that particular issue? Because you are just the opposite. I think, I think from our perspective, right, um, one thing that we often encourage is that it's not the suit that the man is wearing. It's the man in the suit. And when you think about it from that perspective, you think about uh, the motivating factors as to why, right? Why, why put on the garb? What does it do for you mentally? And I think a lot of it comes down to the mental perspectives and not necessarily who the person is. And so for someone else who, who, who uh, um, might have that visual representation and know and understand like that, yo, that's, that's, that's just me. That's who I am. I never want to discourage who you actually are as a person. But what we want to do is often consider, like, how are you elevating yourself on a daily basis? So if this is something that can help you to shift your your mindset. Right. So Evan, you know, he, he presented this this notion to me a couple of years ago of this concept called enclosed cognition. 
right? How actually what you wear is reflective of your mental and cognitive process and actually helps with your output, right? And so when you think about those conversations, really breaking it down and say, hey, yo, look, when you go to the gym, you wear gym clothes. When you go to uh, 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 you know, church, typically you wear church attire. We got church clothes, right? <clears throat> when you want to do different things, you're going to put on different, different uh, aspects of who you are. And so this is one of those things for us that says, like, yo, just try this out. Like, yo, I'm not a sucker because I wear a suit. Like, it is what it is. Like, I, this is just my entire perspective. I have similar experiences as you. And so just understanding and knowing that there are other opportunities for you, you don't have to present yourself that way. And because I presented myself in different ways, I've had different doors open for me just based off of my presentation. Like even that conversation to where, you know, my background is in financial services. Me being a young black man in financial services where I actually run a region, like people come to me for knowledge and education. I'm often nervous, right? When I go into these rooms where I'm the only one that looks like me. But when I walk in that door and that first person that's got 20 or 30 years senior on me, they see me in my suit and they say, yo, that's a bad suit. At that point, I've already know I've won for today because now now you respect me from a perspective of let me hear what he has to say. So I've already overcome that initial hurdle. Right. And so kind of explaining that process to somebody, I think, is a way to be able to address that, but not necessarily say, yo, you got to change who you are. But sometimes you do got to change your presentation in order to open up more doors for yourself. So, so not not Deandre, not, I agree with most of that, but, but, but I got to challenge you on something. When people okay. tell me this is who I am. My response to them, that's who you choose mm-hmm. to be. That ain't who you are, because we all make choices. Yes, sir. Hopefully throughout our lifetime, we will reinvent ourselves multiple times yep. in order to achieve success. So when people say, this is who I am, no, that's just who you choose to be yep. for this moment of time. That's a good point. Actually, I have a, uh, to go off of what you're saying there, Lewis, we were actually in Atlanta uh, for our flash which is the first tour stop. It's the first stop on our tour last year. And I was in the elevator uh, with another guy, who co- another guy, a good friend of ours named Larry, who comes to several of our events. And we were in uh, Buckhead. So if y'all, anybody knows Buckhead, Atlanta, y'all know how Buckhead can be. So we're in the elevator. Young man gets in the elevator with us. He's with two, two young ladies. Uh, we obviously got our suits up. He looks at us well, listen, specifically at Larry, actually, and says, you dress like a white person, right? Larry's response was, no, I'm dressed like an adult. And then, like, the girls who were with started laughing at the guy, <laughs> right? Because, one, he said that, but he also didn't think we were going to say anything back, right? He also just assumed we got on some suits, we're going to be some suckers, right? That was first of all, right? And Larry's like, no, I'm just like an adult. And the two girls that was with him started laughing at him. But I think the greater thing when you unpack that, though, it's not even about how we look. It's that in his mind, the only people that he would ever envision wearing a suit in any capacity is you got to be a white person. It didn't matter what we did, right? Didn't matter what our job was. Didn't matter. We could have been valet drivers forever. It doesn't matter why we did. The only reason you wear a suit is you got to be a white person. That also, to your point, that's who you choose to be. That is the world that you also, he lives in, but it's also like he's also making the kind of the choice to also think, not think outside of that. So I think even that's a situation for us. That's actually a positive situation. So how do you, how, how do you expand the mindset of a person like that? How, how I think can men where expand that thinking, change that thinking, broaden it? How, how can you guys do that? 
I think that exact is um, that exact interaction will do that for him. Hopefully, so I would say will hopefully will do that for him because he can then leave like, oh, okay. I'm just like an adult. What is that? What does he mean by that? Right? Like, who else do I know? Like, okay, let me. Well, why do you have a suit? What do you do that you choose to wear a suit every day? Right? And if, and you're not in just simply just in a courtroom, right? Or you're not doing these different things. So I think it's access. One of the things we talk about all the time is having access. And not, and not even just to access stuff, but access to people that look like you in these different places and in, and in these different rooms. I think, too. So, you know, we have conversations all the time with guys as we're going about and a great conversation I had in Baltimore. when We did a Baltimore flash mob a couple of weeks ago. So we had a, we, we, we hosted a meet and greet. And one of the brothers that came to the meet and greet, he was like, yo, he said, man, <clears throat> I bought my first suit to come to this. He said, I'm an electrician. I don't wear a suit. He's like, I make money. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I'm from Baltimore. Like, I get it in where I get it. But he was like, I wanted to put a suit on to be a part of it. He said, I don't know how it's going to fit. I don't know how the look is going to come together. But he was just like, bro, like this is something I need to be around. I need to be a part of. Um, and so I made the decision to do that. I think to your point, the choice, right? Offering the opportunity and offering the choice. But one thing, too, that I love about social media is as long as we maintain and consistently put out this content, people are going to see it. Right. They're going to understand it. It might hit you one time. You might overlook it. It might hit you another time. You might overlook it. But by the time you seeing it consistently, it, it, it draws to your mindset like, OK, like we get so many DMs from people that are just like testimonials of seeing our content and saying like, yo, what you showed, what you put out. It showed me another light of who I am as a person and just kind of make me shift myself just a little bit mentally to be able to, to take on new opportunities and take on new tasks. And so I think for us, you know, uh, uh, uh our our mission for this is the consistency behind it, right? Not giving up. We've been at this for a while and it's now starting to have that compound interest effect. And now people and more people are being able to share the story and have the, the direct conversations. Like our guy, you know, TJ that's out in Savannah, who's dealing with boys that to your point that are that are in these environments every day. But now they see TJ like, hey bro, you clean with that suit on. I don't know what you got going on. Tell me more. Right. And then just being able to spark that in them turn on that light or whatever it does. I think that that's a really pivotal thing about what we do in the, in the curation of the content that we create. That's all solely focused on the positivity in our community. Yeah. And one of the tag- so, as, go ahead. As, as young men, how did you guys come up with this, this mission and, and, and why did you come up with it? I mean, it's, you know, when, when you kind of get to my age, you know, you kind of think back about a lot of things you should do better and, and help, but you guys are young men. How did you come up with this mission? So initially, um, uh, it, it, it was really a representation of how a lot of the trauma that I got from the media around black male interaction with police. The trauma of that hit me because of how they represented the individuals that died from those interactions. Right. And so when you think about not knowing what the situation uh, happened prior to that event, they were often demonized. So they would go and try to find the worst images that they have. And if you know media, you know, when it comes to something like that, they have to portray the, the, the suspect in a certain way. It's a it's a darker layered image. It's an image that, uh, you know, hopefully shows them in a in a animalistic way. Right. And so they try to make this person come across to the audience where they are already guilty before proven innocent in public image. And so when I thought about that and I looked at my sons, my boys were babies at the time. I looked at them and I said, man, if something happens to daddy, because as a black man, the trauma that we live with is that I can see myself in all of these these uh, uh, interactions with the police. I can see myself there. And so when I thought about that, it was like, well, how would they portray me 
even though I'm, I, I live, a, I lead a great life. I try to be positive in my community and my environment, but how will they portray me if one of these instances happen? How will they try to find negative content of me and put that out so that way they can judge me in a negative public perception? At that moment, that's what flipped on and say, nah, we're not letting that happen. So we got to do our part in putting out as much positive content. So if you Google search black man, it's no longer a mugshot. It's a positive image of a black man doing something with their life. That's really how we started this. And then by God's grace, it's continued to compound over the years. That's that's great. We'll be right back with more of my interview after this quick break. Today, I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. So what's the next thing for Black Men's Wear? Uh, well, we're going to have uh, the Black Men's Summit, which hopefully you join us with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, yeah, so we're in October this year. We're hosting uh, the Black Men's Summit um, in conjunction with some partners of ours, the Black Wealth Renaissance, which is a pretty prominent financial literacy podcast. Uh, the Black Men Can, which I'm sure everybody that's listening probably follows because Brandon has almost a million followers now, um, as well as the Dad Gang, uh, so good friends of ours who are championing uh, redefining what it means, uh, the, the description of imagery around uh, black male, uh, black fatherhood. Uh, so that's the first thing we have. Uh, immediately on the docket, we're going to Ghana uh, next month in July. Uh, we are doing a flash mob in Ghana, but we also are working with a school over there. Um, our photographer, Jermaine Gibbs, he's building a school outside of Kamasi. So we're doing some work with over there with his school to help him uh, revitalize and finalize some of the classroom build out. Uh, while we're also doing over there, our creative director, Rock Mitchell, is also leading a um, some content creation courses, teaching some of the Ghanaian students about photography, videography, content development, um, things of that nature. Um, and that's kind of what we're going to. We also got some um, some TV shows. Hopefully we're in the work of kind of producing some pilots. Um, mentioned earlier, we have our influencer network. So we have about 25 different guys that we negotiate brand deals for um, on their behalf. Uh, you know, they've got we 
We got a call tomorrow uh, with one of our guys to do a deal with Gatorade. We have a call with Puma next week for some of the guys we're working with. And that's really important for us because that's not just about, you know, working with influencers, right? The reason we started doing that, that really kind of came out as Neandre alluded to earlier is um, debunking this thing that there's the influencer pay gap. A lot of people don't realize that uh, our, their white counterparts actually make 30% more on the same deal than black and brown influencers do. At the same time, a lot of people also don't realize that only 16% of quote-unquote influencers actually are men, regardless of cultural background. So what we're trying to do is trying to create opportunities for those guys, that not, not party promoters, you know, not the guy that played at Alabama or Ohio State that had a bunch of followers because he played college football, but guys that are truly content creators that have podcasts, uh, they're chefs, they're photographers, they're videographers, uh, they create dad content, we have uh, we have a guy that was on a couple guys that were on TV shows. We have an Afro-Latino guy that we just signed that does dances. His content's going crazy because he does bachata, salsa, merengue, but at the same time, highlights the connectivity between Dominican culture and traditional African-American culture. So a wide variety of guys that we kind of work with and connecting them to brands as well. Our 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 um, flash mob tour, right? So so that's one of the again the staple, one of the staples that we have. Uh, we've got Three more stops on the Flash Mob Tour this year. Uh, Evan mentioned Ghana. We've got Toronto Labor Day weekend. And we've got Miami to end the year. We've got a Dallas weekend, to, the, to his point, the Black Men's Summit um, that we're doing here in Dallas this weekend. And then next year, we're going to take it to, to six more cities and just continue that as well. Because, you know, one of the things that, we, that we're looking to do is we're, we're continually, consistently building an ecosystem around the world. Right. We have we have smaller ecosystems in all these cities that we go to. We maintain those networks through uh, group chats and through email databases. But now we're looking at amplifying all of these guys, businesses that come to these events and giving them safe space to amplify and say, look, we know that our, our, our community has a one point four trillion dollar buying power. Right. That's often spent outside of our community. If we can help amplify the black businesses that are a part of the black men's where, you know, a, a network per se, how can we help to leverage that and keep a lot of those dollars circulating within our community uh, as a, as a resource that we've been able to build and tap into. And so, you know, to the, to this point, it's, it's all about impact over influence. That's something that we really live by um, providing impact in communities in ways that we can, whether it's working with schools, whether it's working with HBCUs, whether it's working with nonprofits, whether it's working with community organizations, not only to be the boots on the ground from our perspective, but also to leverage our networks for them so that way they can then take what their missions, their efforts are in each of these cities and continue to have the support there as we come and we go and we kind of energize these cities on a, on a, you know, from a weekend perspective, how are we helping to make them better by the time that we leave? So that way there's a, a, a gap that's been bridged in each of these communities to be able to, to continue the efforts that they're doing to make a difference in each of these communities. Oh, yeah. We also have so, a wine. We have a wine. We do have a wine. We have a wine. Yeah, we got a wine. We have a wine. So tell me about the wine. Yeah. Uh, it's called The Gentleman. Rightfully uh, we, so. Yeah, uh, The Gentleman, rightfully so, because, you know, uh, we sell it in two packs. Why? Because a gentleman would never offer you just one. Um, in addition to that, we actually have we partnered with a black female owned winery called KT. Um, it is a Cab and Syrah blend, so seventy percent Cabernet, thirty percent Syrah, a little bit on the lighter side. Uh, you know, it's inspired by black kings for the kings and queens out there to drink and indulge and have a good time and a wonderful in the evening. So, Louis, you don't drink, do you? I don't think you drink. That's how we ask you. I, 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 I don't drink. So, I was going to send you one. That one question about wine, and I'm all for that. All yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you for the plug. Let's put that plug out there. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So, so tell me, what's the lead time on, on, the, on the flash mob event? How, how much time do you give? 
on a flash mob. Well, so we at the beginning of the year, we announced the tour. So all the dates and the cities are announced in January. And so guys will know, which has been a great thing about it, because we got guys that are scheduling out travel you know, months and the months in advance. And this, they really become weekends in themselves. Right. So we do, we do a, uh, uh, on Friday night, we film our, our series dapper conversations. And after we film dapper conversations, we have a meet and greet. So get, let the guys get together, get to know each other. We have the flash mob on Saturday. We typically do a brunch or partner with an organization that does brunch in the city for immediately following the flash mob to give guys another safe space, one to get to know each other, but then two to also meet some people that they might, establish relationships with later in life. Um, and then, <laughs> and then uh, on Sunday, we do what we call Sunday Serve Us. So we partner with an organization in that city to do things like, you know, uh, uh, clothing drives, food giveaways, just other ways that we can help to, again, cultivate uh, community work within these cities as well. That's great. Well, I want to salute you guys and congratulate you on uh, having sort of a, 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 a great business, a great vision, and a great mission. So thank you very much for stopping by the Blueprint Connect and talking to our listeners today. And uh, let me know about one of them flash mobs. I got a few pieces in the closet that I oh, okay. brought out. Uh, you know, I bought them during COVID and they have not been exposed to the Okay, yeah. So I'm, I'm looking for an opportunity, all right? You what, go, part of, what part of Florida are you say you have to join us in Miami. Uh, I'm in Boca Raton, Florida. Oh, so uh, yeah. you go. Miami, there you Miami go. Miami flash mob, December yeah. 18th weekend. Yeah, Let's yeah, go. Let's yeah. go, Lewis. Miami, there you go. So, so is that uh, on the other side of the art fair in December? Yes. Yes. So it's the week after that. So and the good thing about it is that got to give a plug. So uh, big shout out to the Miami-Dade County Commission. They actually named December 18th after us last year. So they gave us a proclamation. So that December 18th is actually officially Black Men's Miami flash mob day. Uh, So from that, now we're actually working with the county commission, uh, working with the city of Miami Gardens to actually build out uh, a more cohesive weekend uh, with them. We're also doing some things a lot of people don't know we're working right now with uh, the Florida Panthers as well, because they actually only have the only black executive, uh, either general manager, assistant general manager in the NHL. Uh, a guy named Brett Peterson. So we're working on some things with him to kind of highlight some of the things that he's doing, um, literally changing the narrative because he's the only one of his position within the NHL, especially in a sport that's predominantly, you know, not black. So kind of highlighting some things with him and kind of working with the guys we're going to have out there that weekend as well. So we're, as Neandre mentioned, it's going to be a weekend worth of activities. Um, I mean, we, we do Dapper. We should get Lewis. Uh, uh, Dapper. If, if Lewis would, would join us, I'd be honored. To be the host. Well, no, it, it, it's it's only thirty seven minutes. <laughs> there we go. All right. Well, we, well, we go ahead and put you down as tentative right now. <laughs> yes. All right, guys. This has been great. Thank you so much. Appreciate you and keep doing what you're doing. All right. Thank, Thank you, you, Lewis. Have a nice day. Thank you, sir. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease.